You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent, likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another Televised Heroics episode. We're talking about the boys once again this week, Daniel. Before we get started, can I offer you a fresca? <laughs> I don't understand the, the, the correlation between this religion and fresca. Like, why fresca? Uh, obviously, they paid for the publicity. Okay, but, true. <laughs> but I wonder if uh, they're kind of going with the whole Mormon thing where they're not allowed to have caffeine. Ooh, maybe. And I, I mean, I think they're just offering the regular fresca, which is probably pretty neutral, too. So <laughs> I just. Isn't I feel like Fresca is like a, a Coca-Cola product. I think it is. I think you're actually right about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly. But yeah, that's. It is kind of funny. The the constant reference to <laughs> Fresca. So the season. <laughs> uh, all right, but yeah, we'll get into the boys episode six. Is that the episode that it is? Let me see. The bloody doors off. Yeah, episode six of season two. But before that, let's get into some. Comic book t- television news. Hey, Sandman. The Sandman. Um, Grant Morrison's The Sandman. No, no, I'm sorry. Not Grant Morrison. Alan uh, Moore? Not Alan Moore either. Oh. It's, um, oh, people are yelling at their their, <laughs> their podcast right now. Uh, it's Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman's oh, right. The Sandman. Uh, it's going to be on Netflix. We already knew about that. But we have a person that's in talks to be playing the titular character Actor by the name of Tom, 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 Tom Sturridge. What has he been in? I don't know. I've probably seen him. I just don't recognize the name. Uh, but he's going to be playing, I believe the character's name is Dream. Do you know anything about Sandman? No, I just know when um, the talks started for this, whether it was going to be the Amazon TV show or it was going to be adapted to a movie, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was uh, attached to... Yeah, he'd been attached to it for a long time for, to be a movie. Uh, so that that is interesting. Let's see. Most recently that I would have seen him in was uh, Velvet R- Buzzsaw. I don't know if you watched that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. It was on Netflix. It was about the art coming to life and killing people. Oh, that sounds awesome. It was. I thought it was a pretty good movie. It just had a terrible ending. Uh, but I do remember him from Pri- Pirate Radio, which is a really good movie. Or if you were in another country, the movie was also called The Boat That Rocked. Huh. Have you ever seen that? Uh-uh. It's got Eddie Izzard. It's got... Uh... Wait, it doesn't have Eddie, Eddie No, it doesn't have Eddie Izzard. It has um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's who it is. And it's got Bill Nighy. And Nick Frost. Nick Frost, Yeah. So that's it's a really good movie. You can give that a try. Okay. Oh, Chris O'Dowd, if you like IT crowd. Um, but yeah, so so go give that a try. I can. I don't know anything about the character of Dream Sandman, so I don't know if he'd be a good pick for it or not. But I'm excited to watch the show when it comes on Netflix. So yeah, 
And uh, Neil Gaiman has been on fire with his shows lately. He's been getting a lot of stuff uh, picked up, so good for him. Yeah, I mean, Lucifer was his. Um, we had... Uh, oh, The Good, good omens. omens. Yeah, that's right. Was Lucifer his? Yeah, Lucifer is his. I believe so. There was another show, I can't remember what, that we've talked about that's also his. Really? Yeah. I want to say Stardust was also his, but I'm not sure. The movie? Yeah. I heard that one was good, too. That was a good movie. It's it's a real good movie. Uh, But yeah, Tom Sturridge. 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 Yeah. So, uh, Conan the Barbarian came out, you know, is a book. Came out as a movie in the 80s with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. Has become a comic book character, a big Marvel character as of late, because he's part of the Avengers. I don't know if you know that. No. <laughs> he's part of the Savage Avengers. Um, but yeah, he is getting another TV show. Well, he's getting a TV show adaptation coming up from Netflix also. Because there was a couple of movies. There were a couple of movies. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then there's Jason the Red Momoa. Sonia movie. And then there's the Red Sonia movie. Which I don't think I've seen. The Jason Momoa one? Oh, yeah. The, or the Red Sonia movie. The uh, Red uh, Sonia one. Yeah. Long time ago. Um, but uh, Conan, O'Brien, Conan O'Brien, Conan the Barbarian uh, on Netflix as a TV show. Like, I assume it's going to be a lot like uh, uh, The Witcher, but like. That's the vibe I'm A lot more bloody. <laughs> um, who would you like to see play Conan the Barbarian? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, obviously, it's got to be a pretty big, muscular dude. Yeah. It has to be. Like, who's young right now that's, like, that ripped? I mean, I, if you believe, or I think they they showed pictures of that uh, actor, the young actor that's going to be playing um, Adam Smasher in the Black Adam movie. Okay. And he's got a history with um, Netflix right now, because uh, he was in, what was that movie, the... Uh, all, all the boys I loved, or something like that. He's in that movie. Okay. Um, and he's in some movie called some some movie where he played like a male gigolo, <laughs> a male gigolo, a gigolo. Um, but Noah Centerio, Centrino, something like that. Okay. I don't remember his name, and I'm not looking it up. But he's a big muscular dude. At least he's putting on a lot of muscle for Adam Smasher, as, as I remember last. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, John Mangiliano would be pretty cool, <laughs> but he's I mean, pretty old. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna go with an older Conan, which is fine. I mean, sure. I, I just obviously they went with Arnold Schwarzenegger the first time around, and you get you know the thick Austrian accent with that, and yeah. then you go with Jason Momoa, and he doesn't really have an accent, but he has like racial ambiguity because he's he's got a lot of different ethnicities. Yeah. Uh, going for him i guess that probably sounded pretty bad sorry <laughs> folks um but i don't know i don't know who you'd go with maybe they find someone new yeah could be yeah uh would you watch the conan the barbarian tv series let me see a preview first but you know <laughs> if, if it looks and it sounds like it's gonna be like the witcher then yeah i'll probably watch it that's fair that's fair um uh, so we talked last week about them hiring a casting a person for the She-Hulk TV series right. on Disney Plus. Well, now we have a actress that's going to be playing Kamala Khan uh, for 
the Ms. Marvel TV series on Disney Plus. Yes. Um, her name she's up. She's a newcomer, Iman Vellani. And honestly, I don't know if she actually has any other credits. Looking her up right now, and no, that's the only credit she has. That's is it, Miss Marvel. So, I mean, obviously, they they saw something in her. I'm, I'm guessing they had a wide uh, casting call for the character, and they saw something, which is awesome. Yeah, Can't. and she's Canadian too, right? Ooh, that I don't know. I think uh, I think it was like Canadian-born actress or something like that. Fair. Just trying to Canadian-born, Pakistani descent. I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be. Cool. Can't wait to see what they do with that series. Uh, How much do you know about Kamala Khan? Stretchy powers. Stretchy powers. That's (laughs) right. Uh, She is, I believe, the new focus in the Marvel's Avengers video game. Okay. Yes, actually, yes. Uh, Bruce is playing the game, and he said uh, about 40, 45% of it, you're uh, you're Miss Marvel. Oh, okay. You do get to play as the other Avengers, but you mainly do missions with her. Mm, Okay. So that's a that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't I haven't played the game at all, so I don't know, and I don't really know much about her character other than the stuff that I saw in Champions, the comic book, because um, okay. I never collected Ms. Marvel. But uh, excited to see what they do. I started watching. Um, well, not started. I only watched like one or two episodes of um i guess like the young avengers with her being one of the characters her squirrel uh squirrel girl and i forgot who the other people were but i watched like an episode or two oh is that like on disney or something it was like disney xd or something Mm. because it was the same creators of the um uh the same spider-man series that they had and that one was pretty great oh okay cool yeah hmm that the disney plus shows they're ramping up their casting i mean obviously we saw uh, she Hulk and and yeah. now uh, Ms. Marvel. Um, for I mean, and I'm talking about for the shows that aren't already in production, like, right? Like the stuff that came straight out of the movies. These are the characters that are coming out of uh, new stuff yeah. for TV shows. Um, there was a real heavy, heavy rumor that Keanu Reeves was in talks to play Moon Knight. That's right, and I don't believe it. I really don't like. Trust me, I'll be there to watch it. I want Keanu Reeves and everything, but do you think at the height of his resurgence of his movie career, he's going to be doing John Wick 4 and Matrix 4 like coming up here pretty soon, that he's going to go and do Disney Plus TV? Yeah, he he really, he's going to be stretched too, too thin, you know? He's going to be too busy. Only way I can see it is if he just does voiceover for the character and they put somebody else in the suit. I mean, that's a possibility. You can just Mandalorian. pull a Mandalorian, yeah. Sure, maybe. I mean, I, 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 I couldn't imagine they wouldn't use the Mark Spector character, though. Because like, Moon Knight doesn't wear his costume all the time. That's He's not true. like Deadpool. Right. But, um, I don't know. That's gonna, that'd be interesting. I just, yeah. I, I really don't. I don't see it happening. Do you see these uh, Disney Plus Marvel, or MCU Disney Plus shows, though, like, getting movie status like because you got the other ones you got winners or falcon winter soldier wandavision loki um there's one more what's the other one but anyways those ones came from the movies right Right. those are all actors that were in the movies and they're coming back to do these tv shows which and they're like i think they're reported to be eight episodes long probably about 40 minutes each so you're talking about 
uh, just under five hours, probably. Okay. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere around there. It's kind of like doing two movies. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I I really don't know. I I I don't know what they would think they would do if the if they went the other way. These characters would they be in in the movies? If they made them, and if these characters got their own movies, it probably wouldn't be as successful because you know they're always like the side characters. Yeah. So I yeah. think giving them a show like this, you know, brings gives them an opportunity to actually go ahead and play with these characters some more. And you know, Hawkeye, that was the other. That's one. right, Hawkeye. Yeah. Hmm. So you can see a little bit more. I really feel like I feel like if they announce a Thunderbolts thing, it's going to be a Disney Plus thing instead of being a uh, a movie. And I don't know why. Probably because it's uh, aren't they like B list characters too? Yeah, kind of. But they're like the anti Avengers. Oh, okay. So like. They're Wait. criminals. There's the Suicide Squad of the or the Marvel Universe. Okay. They're criminals that got that are being used as uh as fodder to go do some mission. So I don't know. It could go either way. Yeah. So. Uh, Walking Dead. It starts up again this week. It does on Sunday. Um, but a story that we apparently missed is that they are having yet another spinoff show. On AMC, and it's going to be called that cash cow. Oh, <laughs> AMC is becoming the Walking Dead channel. Yes, <laughs> uh, but the spinoff show is going to be called Tales of the Walking Dead. Yes, and that's uh, with the other kids, right? No, uh, that's beyond. That's the world uh, beyond. The world beyond. That's right. Tales of the Walking Dead apparently is going to be some type of anthology show. Oh, okay. Uh, it's going to have like different characters every episode, so to speak, kind of. Okay. Um. And it will it will follow them, I guess, different storylines. Let's see. Uh, as it was revealed in an official AMC press release, The Walking Dead will soon get another spinoff in the form of an episodic anthology series, Tales of the Walking Dead. The new show will feature a new roster of characters in each episode, and they will be pitted against a new adventure every time. The characters in The Tale of the Walking Dead will either be new, or they'll be existing figures within The Walking Dead verse <laughs> and the narratives that th- that the show will explore will also include both backstories and standalone tales so essentially you'll get either more backstory to certain characters that you saw on the other three shows okay is it three yeah because it's the walking dead fear the walking dead walking dead the world beyond yeah uh or you'll just get new characters that so basically it's kind of like those uh you remember those epi- those little tiny stories that were in the middle of the episodes, like during the commercial breaks? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I bet you get we might get more of those characters in the tale of the tales of the Walking Dead. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we already got that soldier, uh, the one that ends up in the first episode in the tank. So yeah, that's that. right. Yeah. So it could work out. So could that potentially open the uh, the road for um, road? Road, uh, the road of the uh, road to the governor, maybe. Yeah, we could get that. I mean, I would love to see him come back. I thought he was a pretty cool villain. <laughs> um, and then Scott Gimple, who was head man in charge over there, yeah, uh, went on the rap and he said that. Let's see. Uh, to cement that, some of the episodes formats could quite or could be quite unique. Quote, sometimes they're straight horror stories and sometimes they're black comedy. 
we're ta- we've talked about animation and we've talked about music driven episodes. So a couple episodes of that could be animated, a couple episodes of that could be straight up musicals. Like how do you feel about your Walking Dead singing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> brains, uh, brains, brains. I mean, really, like because you think about all the different shows that have done like a oh, we're doing a musical episode. Right. Um, let's see, Buffy. Buffy did has their famous musical episode, and that's because it was uh, a demon came in and like kind of cursed the town. You have Scrubs that has its musical episode. That's because the lady had a brain tumor that was pushing on some part of her brain that made it look seem like everybody was singing. Right? right? What is it that's going to be in this one? Like, is is it just going to be a straight up musical where we don't know, like we as the audience see it, but nobody else around notices that people are singing? Like, it's just natural. Or is there going to be some kind of explanation? Like, you get bit by a zombie, and then all of a sudden you start seeing people singing everywhere was, before you turn. I was thinking something more of the lines, because uh, you do hallucinate if you get too dehydrated. So maybe somebody's gone without water for too long, and they're starting to hallucinate a little bit. That'd be interesting. That's an interesting way to explain it. Yeah. If uh, World Beyond has anything to do with it, like we know that that has to do with that whatever that company or government agency that's collecting people yeah like maybe they're doing experiments on people and trying to find a quote-unquote cure vaccine vaccine for uh zombieism or to stop to make it so it doesn't uh take you take take you over and one of the side effects is musicals you see everybody singing maybe one of the side effects is seeing everything in animation (laughs) that's how you get the animated episode uh is there anything that you think that they could do in an animated episode that you couldn't do in a regular episode? I think definitely push uh, the blood and the gore to a whole new level. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely do that. I mean, it has a TVMA rating right now, but I think they can go a little bit further with that. I think I think with animation, you can do a little bit more, it's like implied gore or something like that. Okay. Um, I think you could do more with the hordes, too. Yeah. I mean, instead of having to get a whole bunch of extras and then CGI CG and stuff, it could, you just do, you draw a bunch of uh, zombies and stuff. It could be, it could be different. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Uh, that's all I have for news. Uh, do you want to get into talking about the boys? Yeah. All right. So the boys, episode six of season two, the bloody doors off. We got to see a lot of Lamplighter. We did. What did you think of Sean Ashmore's uh, performance? I his performance was awesome, and I also loved that he played you know opposite powers because in X Men you know he was Iceman. <laughs> yeah, technically, I mean he's basically Pyro in this, yeah, because like, he doesn't produce flame, but he can use a flame and do anything he wants with it. Yeah. So that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Do, do you feel like he's the the boys' version of the Green Lantern? That's kind of what he's supposed to be. <laughs> I didn't see it that way, but yeah, I guess uh, I guess you're right. <laughs> I mean, he carries around a lamp, yeah, uh, instead of a lantern. Um, let's see the 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 bloody doors off is the name of this 22nd story arc in the original 72 issue comic book series and the three companion piece six issue miniseries run of the boys, and also the name of the 12th trade paperback collection, the boys issues 66 through 72. So I haven't gotten there. In, okay. the, in the in my reading yet, so that's interesting. Uh, Sean Ashmore and Nicholas Alakides, the acid vomit patient, both appeared in the X Men films. Ashmore played Bobby Drake, 
while Alakadis uh, was a stunt performer in the films who also played the mutant who regrows his limbs while fighting Wolverine. Oh, I remember, I remember that. that one. Yeah. You know, then he kicks him in the balls and says, regrow those. Yeah. Uh, an animatronic puppet of love sausages, extendable uh, manhood was created. <laughs> uh, the Andrew Jackson seventh comic book feature star after starring in Marvel superheroes, 1995 ultra force, 1995 Marvel superheroes versus street fighter, 1997, Marvel and Capcom Clash of Superheroes 1998, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, New Age of Heroes 2000, and Smallville Duplicity 2002. Who's Andrew Jackson? I uh, don't know. I mean, I played all, a lot of those video games. Let's see, see if we can find out who he played in The Boys. Uh, he, oh, he was Love Sausage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm guessing in all that other stuff, he he did voiceover work. Okay. Uh, Marvel versus Capcom 2, New Age of Heroes. He's the Incredible Hulk and Thanos of Titan, the voice. Huh. Uh, and then the last piece, that when Lamplighter uses the Zippo to create fire, it's exactly like Pyro does in the X-Men films 2 and 3. Sean Asmore plays Iceman in those films, Pyro's former friend and competitive equal. Oh, that's what IMDb has for trivia of the episode. Um, were you expecting that backstory for Lamplighter? No. Right? So he was a part of the Seven. Yes. Which they already knew. Uh, and I guess the point was they were Lamplighter was supposed to kill uh, Colonel Mallory. Yes. Who was the head of the boys, yeah. like just above Butcher. But instead of killing her... He ended up killing her kids who were asleep in the house. Right. Killed them by accident. Because he didn't know they were going to be there. Right. And Frenchie was supposed to have been following him around, uh, but he got distracted because her, his friends were... Was Odin. Was Odin. So he left the tail, and 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 he went, that's when Lamplighter went and killed Mallory's kids. Right. But they had something on him. They had something on Lamplighter. That's why they were like, hey, if you don't do what we say, like we're going to turn this over, right? Right. Well, do you remember what it was? It was, it was that. Uh, the We're going to make it go public that uh, you know you killed uh, two innocent children. No, before oh. that. Because that's when Mallory was talking to him in the the height, like that that area. That's after that. Is that because they're like, oh, should we trust right. him? And then she's like, I don't really trust him. Why don't you follow him, Frenchie? Yeah. I don't remember what it was, though. And obviously it was probably something it's something right. crude like a sex thing or drug thing or something like that right um i guess after that is when he went into this closed location you know he's had to be the orderly at the at the uh hospital yeah and we see that they're giving compound v to adults yes and giving compound v to adults is not a good thing necessarily right because they can't process it they can't process it. Yeah, like it's, uh, kids do. <laughs> yeah, like it, you give it give it to a newborn is different because they're still developing, but given to an adult, and it's very uh, detrimental. Right, lots of repercussions. We saw a lot of powerful uh, soups. We did in there. Uh, your one lady or non-binary character that uh, could crush the telekinetic telekinetic basically, yeah. right? Yeah. That wasn't wow. 
They were powerful. Yes. And so far, she seems like the one that can handle her powers the best. But she gets caught at the end, right? No. Uh, she got she, away. She got away, yeah. Uh, she does a whole thumb hitchhiking thing. Yeah, that's right. But wasn't Stormfront like right there? Stormfront uh, left again to go to um, go meet up with Homelander. Yeah, but when she came, oh, when she came back after she came, okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, then there's the acid guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you would think that if he spews out acid, he would be immune to his own acid, but no, it, it ate that's up his I, face. That's what I thought so too. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the the whole plan to break into this hospital? Uh, with you know, remove Stormfront from the equation. I thought it was a pretty good plan, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously, if, like always. Their plan doesn't always work out. It always goes south. <laughs> I, especially since they ran into Lamplighter, and Lamplighter being a person they knew. They recognized each other. Yeah. So, what, one thing that I guess I kind of had a problem with, and, you know, maybe you're a little bit more logical, but, uh, so, obviously, they break into a security room, and they're like, oh, uh, this patient, you know, he's teasing up, he's swallowing his tongue, and the security guard lets him in the security room, but that doesn't really help the patient, if you think about it. No, it didn't make any sense. Like, why does, why would I bring a patient in here that's having a, swallowing his tongue, having a seizure? It has nothing to do in here. Like, there's no medical equipment in here. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, they could have reworked that a little bit, but yeah, that's one of the things that bothered me about this episode. <laughs> um... I did like that the episode seemed very contained. Like you got to see, like it, like them just being in this hospital kind of thing. It was it was it was fun. Yeah, I guess. And obviously, seeing all the powers, uh, that was a lot a cool twist on it too. <laughs> and speaking of the love sausage, <laughs> uh, like I told I told you about this character before. Like in the issues that I'd seen. He, it doesn't grow to that length. It doesn't. It isn't able to strangle people. Uh, it's just more for comedic effect. Yep. Um, but that's what they went with in this in this this one, and uh, mother's milk gets strangled by it. Now, the scene when that happens, I think they messed up the CGI because like uh, mother's milk's at the door, and then yeah. he runs away, and then he does like a little dodge thing, and then the the gets wrapped <laughs> the penis wraps around his neck and i'm like i think they messed up like telling him where the cgi was going to work or at least the the cgi didn't go to where what he was doing right so it looked weird to me but yeah him getting choked out <laughs> by a giant tentacle penis like was hilarious it was um i, I mean what do you do what are you what do you do yeah. <laughs> after you're something like that you're like oh that's not good <laughs> hand sanitizer yeah. <laughs> all over yourself all over yourself um, I don't know. Uh, I guess one of the biggest reveals that we got in the episode was, uh, Liberty. Yeah. So, um, uh, Stormfront went and told Homelander everything. Yeah. Of course, this is after Homelander is basically falling in love with her. Yeah. Like the, that scene where they're getting it on in the, in the, the alley, alley and they smash that dude's head or Homelander smashes that dude's head. Like that was gross. <laughs> Like, what is wrong with them, really? A whole lot, obviously. <laughs> obviously, yeah. I don't know. It's just um, making it so that uh, the two of them are just more 
you know, despicable, yeah. reprehensible. They uh, they make it so that they're obviously a good fit for each other, but you have to take into account that Homelander is he's a sociopath. He's yeah. he's he's not all there mentally. He has straight up abandonment issues. Yeah. Um, which come a lot more clear this episode too. Yeah, because he has he has flowers for her. Yeah, no, it oh, was a sweet. Good, it was a good. <laughs> it was a good first date. Basically, I had a great time with you yesterday, and then she leaves to go take care of the stuff that's happening at the hospital. She's twenty minutes late. She makes him wait, <laughs> and because of that, he burns down her trailer and and you know half of the the set, yep. so to speak. Um. Yeah, and what, kind of stalkerish too. He's all, "I want a Vought. You weren't at Vought. Yeah, <laughs> you were checking up on me. I just want to see if you were okay. Yeah, I want to know how the meeting was going. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, anyways, she uh, uh, she when she gets back and you know she sees that he's upset. She's like, "I'm going to tell you something," and she shows him a picture of her and a, a very old lady. He's like, "What? You and your grandma? It's me and my granddaughter." Or was it daughter? Daughter. Daughter? Okay. Um, She was the first person that uh, the Nazi person that's in charge of Vought. Was his name Vought? His last name is Vought as well. Dr. Vought then, I guess. uh, Experimented on with Compound V. Yes. Now, I would assume that she was an adult when she got it. Yeah, she was an adult. So She said, uh, we fell in love. Uh, He started uh, making this uh, serum so we can, you know, help us win the war. That sort of thing, and I was the first subject, and it went well. It went well, but like obviously they're having issues with adults getting compound V now. Like, what was different then? I don't know. Yeah, I right. Can't tell you. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, why? Why then? Why didn't the? Why didn't they win? If they had a superhero, if they had a, a superhero, a super, why didn't the Nazis win? Maybe they kept her under wraps. Maybe they're kind of giving her like a training course and maybe she was like a last uh, uh, resort kind of thing. Mm, maybe. Maybe she was, maybe she's the only one that they got that that it, it ended up working on. Maybe. Like uh, like we saw with the other humans that or adults that got uh, powers. They yeah. all ended up dying or being strung out or whatever you want to call it. Um, but he made her his wife. Yep. And... Uh, she obviously got to be a. I, I'm guessing she came over in paper, paper, uh, paper, paper, Project Paperclip, which is the thing where the U.S. you know gave asylum to all the, the scientists, Nazi. Nazi scientists that were working on things. It's how we got to the moon. Yep. But no one wants to talk about. Um, so maybe that you know Vought International became Vought American at that time, yeah. and then was able to. Uh, make a carve out a part of the corporate world for her for it and she just kept being who she so does that mean that she's in charge of Vought? you know that would put her up there is stan edgar like does the stan edgar work for her you it would have to be that way then you would think right yeah i don't know that's interesting but so, i mean it wouldn't go well with the public saying like you know she's 100 years old and she still looks like she's you know late 20s early 30s yeah so they just have to keep giving her new identities yeah just like in the 60s or 70s 60s probably 60s. when she was liberty yeah um 
So she probably goes away for a couple of years and then comes back as a, as a new suit. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, how do you think Homelander takes this? Oh, dude, he is such an egomaniac that, you know, that definitely... I mean, she straight up says, you were the thing that we were trying to create. Right. You're the... Uh, look at him. He's blonde, super powered, and... Blue eyes. Blue eyes, yeah. She was... That's Perfect exactly picture. what the eugenics was going for. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely what... And, and she... I mean, I believe she thinks she can control him. So right. that's helpful also. Definitely a different story that they were going from than what was in the comic book, but yeah. uh, we we can we can see that that's what's what's happening there. Yeah, I mean, do you think she's still playing him now that she you know kind of flat out and told him the the whole plan? I don't think so. I think she. I don't. I don't want to say she fell in love with him, but she's definitely seen him. Like, yeah, you are the thing that we wanted. Yeah. And, and she loves the idea of him. Right. And she said, like, I admired, admired you for all these years, too. So she just knew how to play the game differently. Okay. And I mean, I think it's weird that they set up all that uh, in the beginning with her character. But now they're, it seems like they're dropping it. Maybe there's going to be more reveals after this. But I don't know. Um, Kimiko yeah. has a newfound, like... Not love for Frenchie, but like understanding right. of where he's coming from now because she essentially got the backstory when we did of, you know, why he is the way he is and what happened with Mallory's kids and why he always feels such deep, um, not remorse, but like uh, guilt. Yeah. You know, so. And uh, I love the way he put it. Like, you know, you can take him out which, when he was uh, and he was pointing to. A lamplighter is all, but it's not going to solve anything. Mm-hmm. You're still going to be, you know, temporarily you'll feel something, but you know, it's not going to solve the problems. And I think uh, that monologue does, uh, you know, he did a good job explaining yeah. like what would happen. And I think that's when Kimiko kind of was like, oh, okay, I see where you're coming from too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Killing Stormfront, you know, it's going to make you feel good at, at, at first, but it's not going to bring back your brother. Right. But we, we kind of need Stormfront to be killed for. The rest of the people on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's going to be her? Will Kimiko get to kill Stormfront? I don't know. Or do you think it's going to be something that she does to piss off Storm uh, Homelander? I think it's going to be Homelander to do it. Hmm. Uh, big reveal. Maeve has some uh, footage from yeah. the plane incident from the first season. Um. And then her girlfriend. I mean, they were patching things up. But, yeah, uh, found the found the footage, and I mean that video definitely looks makes Maeve look in a better light. It does than Homelander. Like, you know, she's like at least two people. Let me save these two people. And he's like, why? So they can go and tell people what we did? No, kill all of them. <laughs> uh, and I forgot that Lamplighter was there for that one, right? Like, wasn't he outside? Was he? I don't remember, but it obviously wasn't Sean Ashmore. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, in the comic books, he would have been okay in in their version of it. But it's nine nine eleven on on the comic books. The plane is about to fly. Oh, they were okay. trying to take it out before it crashes. But either way, um, what do you think she's gonna do with that? I think that footage. Obviously, it was uh, 
Well, she even said it. I, I believe she even said it to uh, her current lover, ex-lover. Um, basically really saying, name. Um, you know, this is our out. You know, uh, we, you know, Homelander will stop, you know, giving us demands and he'll stop following us if we show him this footage. And she's like, I'll go to CNN and, you know, I'll make myself better in a couple of PR conferences, you know, will help and they'll save my image. Elena. Elena. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. She could, they could use it in that way to keep him in check or they could just turn it over. I could see Elena turning it over. Yeah, I can too. Um, especially, I mean, why blackmail him when he is the earth's mightiest being and can be at any place he wants to be and laser anything. Yeah. <laughs> or punch through anybody. Or punch through anybody. Um and now with him and Stormfront, like they're obviously two of the strongest soups out there. Yep. Um it's gonna be a, a lot harder to take them down. Yeah. I don't know. Would do you have any uh, other things that you wanted to go over? Yeah, last thing. Uh, what do you think they're going to try to do with A-Train because the Deep is trying to convert him <laughs> to the cult? So the reason, the way that Maeve got the footage of That's the plane right. stuff was from the Deep. The Deep went and talked to some of his fish buddies <laughs> fish buddies who couldn't, re- re- couldn't get back the black box from the plane, but he was able to get a GoPro yeah. the, from the plane. And the GoPro... Uh, shows the a guy saying hey you know this is for my kids my wife and stuff like that love you guys yeah um but the the deep was on set of dawn of the seven that's right and as he's walking out he's like hey bro like <laughs> a very white guy i'm talking to a black man voice um he's like hey i just came to you know say hi to my buddies because they train's like what are you doing here you're not supposed yeah. to be here and uh, he goes, well, you're going to be in the same boat as me soon because obviously you're getting cut. And he's like, oh, no, I got all Nike kinds of this. Yeah, I got all kinds of things going. And he's like, oh, well, then I guess he can't help you. And he's like, well, who are you talking about? I th- Honestly, I thought he somehow came across some compound V, especially since how he was walking with the bag. Oh. And then he like reaches in there. It's just the fresca. fresca. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> So he offers him a fresca and takes him back to the, what's the church? The Radiant Light or something like that? Something light. <laughs> yeah. Um, takes him back to the, the cult and the leader of the cult's talking to him. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not joining your thing. And they had like their little squabble, squabble, so to speak. Do you think he joins? I mean, they said they can make all his debt disappear. Make sure that never goes public. That's true. I mean, okay, so the Deep obviously is working for the church, so I'm sure he's getting paid as well. I don't know. I feel like he's kind of someone that's kind of fallen for the Kool-Aid, so to speak. <sighs> drunk, drunk the Kool-Aid. I don't know. I, I still have, like, a lot of hope for him, so I, don't, I hope he's not, you know, just drinking the Kool-Aid. Do you feel like that... Obviously, the show focuses a lot on the Seven and those yes. characters, which... To me, the comic book doesn't. It's all about the boys. Yeah. Do you like the fact that it focuses so much on the Seven and their their backstories and all that stuff? Uh, it do, I 
Yeah, I don't seem bothered by it at all. It makes it, it makes it good for me. I mean, because it's not like they're they're not traditional villains, right? Right. They're just people that got superpowers, and since they have absolute power, they can do whatever they want, and Vought International will either clean it up or make it disappear. Right. Um. And then obviously, so if they if they have drug issues, kill a person, it all goes away. Like they have no consequences. Right. Now they're we're seeing characters like the Deep, A Train, Maeve, all have to deal with the consequences of their actions. Black Noir, Homelander is still good. Yeah. Like I mean not good, but they're still the way that they are. Right. Black Noir is literally a person for the comp corp corporation. Like he will do whatever it is that the corporation tells him. He's to their do. personal hitman. Yeah. He's their personal assassin. Yeah. Uh, and Homelander does whatever he wants because he's the face. Yeah. And now Stormfront, obviously we know she has high connections to the top of Vought, yeah. if not her being being the top of Vought herself. Starlight's another person that obviously grew up with powers and tried to be a good person. Like, even as she joined the Seven, bad stuff happened to her. Yep. And that got swept under the table. Um so now she's trying to make the world a better place from soups. I mean, with what happened, especially the events uh, towards the end of the episode, um, I think she finally has um, has it in her to go ahead and, you know, if she has to take out another soup, she'll mm-hmm. definitely do it. Right. So my thing is like the fact that they're focusing so much on the seven is it's to pad out the story, I guess. But like, I feel like they go away from the boys, which is who the show is supposed to be about. Not that I'm upset with the show, but I'm just saying it seems different. Okay. Are you okay with that? Do you want more character buildup for your villains, your bad guys? Maybe they're setting it up so basically, uh, you know, how they say the the bigger you are, you know, the bigger the fall. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're setting it up that way, so to speak. So to kind of maybe resonate with us like oh crap they just killed off you know the deep or oh they just killed off a train or something like that yeah i can definitely see those characters going away <laughs> um uh what was this oh we did find out there's a way to harm soups because they had to cut out that tracker in starlight right. so whatever that was that made it so that she could be stabbed and then pull that thing out like could they use that on homelander I, th- I thought Homelander has pretty much like uh you know like steel skin kind of like Superman so right I w- I would assume that Starlight also has an invulnerability that's why they had to use something special like that's like true. this is what I said we don't necessarily know what everybody's powers are we just kind of assume that he's like Superman um, yeah but like all of them seem to have somewhat super strength. All of them have seemed to have somewhat invulnerability. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you. <laughs> What's uh, something you hope for the rest of the season? Ooh, something for the rest of the season. Uh, I guess uh, Billy Butcher showing more of his uh, soft side. It's definitely coming out more. <laughs> I mean, we only have two more episodes for the season. I know. Episode seven is episode eight. I know. Came quick. Yeah, I can't believe it. I mean, I think it's because of the three episodes that they dropped at the beginning. Probably. I didn't realize it was only eight episodes last season, too. 
Um, yeah, I thought it was 10. I felt like it was 10 too, but I guess it was only eight. So I think there were longer. I think some ran a little bit longer than the other episodes. Could be. Could be. I don't know. I, I don't think Billy's going to get that redemption just yet in, in your eyes. Um, <laughs> I think something's definitely going to happen to one of the boys this by the end of the season, though. It won't be Frenchie. I think it's going to be Mother's Milk. He you has think mo- so? He has the most to lose. He does have the most to lose, and I think that that's the reason why they don't want him to... They wouldn't want to kill him, because then you have to let the audience think about, oh, now his daughters are... Okay. Uh... Uh, left with fatherless so Frenchie's the one that doesn't have anything to lose right. so it's it it it's just the fact that we have uh a history with him okay because I, I don't think you kill off Kimiko no I don't think you kill off Billy Butcher but you could that'd be a big surprise it would yeah but I don't think uh oh god I um Kurt uh I'm sorry not Kurt uh oh god Urban, Carl Urban, I don't think he would have signed on for the show if he was going to get killed off. Well, he didn't know that he was going to get killed off at the end of the second season. True. (laughs) Um, It doesn't mean that he can't come back and flashback or whatever. It's true. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I think that's everything we need to talk about for that episode. Got two more episodes for the season. We'll be right back here talking about them. Yes, we will. Uh, if you want to talk to me about the boys or anything else we talked about today, find me on Twitter. I'm at Mitchipedia, G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. Daniel, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SuperCommieDaniel. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network on our website, GeekEliteMedia.com. Uh, please check out our Patreon page. We have a bunch of bonus material that you can only get there if you're one of our patrons and whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us so that you can help spread the word of our podcast network. But until next time, this is televised heroics on the geekly media network saying always remember to geek Geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. Beep.